Rangers! Go pop. You are. You know, they're they're really on top of the cultural zeitgeist by pulling an SL skit from the ni- <laughs> early 1980s. I don't even think I was alive for that. <laughs> I want to pump. You are. It's a good start. Welcome to Drunk Sports, I'm Matt Cherry. I'm Wes Strange. And we're back uh, after the dearly departed Bill Simmons with his suspension because he called Richard Goodell a liar and it's bullshit that he's, he never thought about quitting because he fucked up this very rice thing really bad. And he even, he went back and said, now it's weird to, that you realize, like, he just destroyed the tapes of the past shooting back in Spygate. Like, he's like, before we didn't have any track record, so it's probably like, you know, he's just doing what's best for the league covering up. Now it's like, all right, he has a track record of right. destroying bullshit. So, so I'm going to say douche. this, Wes. Goodell's a fucking bullshit. Everyone at ESPN is bullshit. If they try to censor us, Wes, <laughs> I'm going public. I dare you to shut us down. I dare you. Uh so we're going to pour one out for our Billy Simmons. I'm worried. So it's three, it's, they gave him a three-week suspension. Um, so I'm worried about the NBA preview. Oh, man. Yeah, don't... Well, hopefully you can still record. They just won't let him release anything. Mm-hmm. Is he allowed in the studio? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because that's going to be tough. Or they just might force him to rush it in. Uh, does Jalen... Does he just leave his bat there, or does he walk into ESPN offices holding his baseball bat on the way? <laughs> What's up, guys? Um, I want to think he has a case, like Wonder Bat from The Natural, that he keeps it in. I would just ride shotgun in his car with him. But it might it might just be in there, but it's locked in his own locker. He has his own locker, and he locks it in, so he goes and gets gets it so out of his locker. Yeah, opens those, it up. Hopefully they it allow It shines him. like the Pulp Fiction briefcase when he opens it. <laughs> I hope they allow them to record those because that's the best part of the NBA season. Yes, it, <laughs> it'll be good again. And I don't know. I'm interested to see how he comes out and what the first things he says is because I think he, he's probably gonna act like nothing happened because he better just stay away from ESPN execs. <laughs> They're obviously, dickheads. And they have no balls. Someone's like, there's a rumor he tore up everything in Bristol. It's like, well, why is he in Bristol? He's been in L.A. for like 12 years. I don't know why he'd be all of a sudden in Connecticut. If anything, he might have like, gotten really pissed at his own office at L.A. Live or whatever. But. Yeah. Anyways, so we'll do our picks. I won again this week. If I go 16-0 and against you, like... Are you going to run naked around this apartment building? I'm going to get lucky one of these weeks. <laughs> it's going to happen. I barely beat 2-7-6. <laughs> um, you did really well in the early games and then tanked real hard in the afternoon games. Neither of us did well. We were both at like 
Yeah, it wasn't. So if we had to pick by spread, we would have gotten killed. It wasn't a good performance. So we'll start with the first game this week, the Minnesota Vikings versus the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay, um, the offense looked back. Their defense still is no good. Um, they couldn't stop the Bears' running game, which they should have ran more, but we'll talk about that one. But they could stop Cutler, <laughs> or he could stop himself. <laughs> yeah, that's what I get. <laughs> um, they made, like, one good defensive play. Well, this is going to be a shootout. Teddy Bridgewater. Do you believe in the Teddy Bridgewater? I do believe in Teddy, but he's not going to put up more points than Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers! <laughs> so, uh, as long as Jordy Nelson's healthy and Cobb, uh-huh. I'll ride the Packers for a while. I mean, you got to take the Packers, especially since they're at home. But Jordy's going to get hurt. Something's going to happen eventually. Um, also, Bridgewater water isn't for sure in this game because he had his ankle. At the Dude, end of look game. at Jordy's stats right now. He's on target for he's two hundred targets on the season. He's on pace for one hundred and thirty receptions, eighteen hundred yards receiving. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not going to get these numbers. Sixteen but touchdowns. Yeah, this guy is so high in fantasy, folks. Cause he's going to fall back down to it. Well, even like he's kind of the guy who kind of gets banged up and then like. Plays games but doesn't finish games. Yeah, he'll he'll write a he'll play with a sore hammy for three weeks. Is he the best white wide receiver? No, in a long time. Brian Hartline. <laughs> Beast. <laughs> well, Wes Welker is the other choice if I had. Yeah. Uh, it's Welker, no, Welker, De- Welker, Decker, and Welker Nelson. strung together some impressive years. Yes, Jordy. This is like his third. He had two pretty good years. Last year was his best year. This is his first real But he still league. hasn't put up a season like Welker put up for about four or five years. Yeah. And he's always had, like, the best quarterback, Welker. What's going on with Welker, though? Uh, Fantasy guys have him as, like, a flex player now. Con- he has, still has lingering concussion issues. Jesus. He got hit, like, a late hit on his first game back. <laughs> he might have got another concussion. <laughs> probably. He probably shouldn't play anymore. <laughs> Start... Start taking more Molly going to horse races. That's all you should do, Walker. Yeah, dude. Go to horse races with me. Come on. <laughs> all right. So the second game, that was the Thursday game. Also, always take the home team in the Thursday game. Oh, that'll game. be a fun one for Thursday. That's good. Primetime. <laughs> Maybe it'll actually be good because yeah. we haven't had one of those yet. So now we have the Atlanta Falcons versus the New York Giants. The Giants, all of a sudden, looking like a capable football team. Eli, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't trust Eli, but the Atlanta Falcons defense is terrible. I don't love the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I don't either. They can put up points, but their defense is awful. Mm-hmm. So this is a tough one. I think I gotta go home team New York Giants. Oh, I gotta go Falcons. Just because I love Julio. I mean, at the same time, if you if you think they're even, and who do you like more, Matt Ryan or Eli? I like Matt Ryan more than Eli yes. still, so it's whatever. Understood. I would not be surprised if Giants win, though. So we have the Buffalo Bills at the Detroit Lions. Buffalo Bills with a brand new quarterback, Kyle Orton, starting this week. Dude, that I love that. I feel like that just put every player in the Bills' fantasy value sky high right now. Yeah, you know what I'm doing? DJ Manuel sucks. You know what I'm doing? It's right about the time that Detroit is showing they could win the division. So here comes the Tank City. They lose to the Buffalo Bills at home. I'm taking the Buffalo Bills. Let's do this, Kyle Orton. Come on, Kyle. 
I'm going with you. Jack Daniels Orton, baby. <laughs> Calvin Johnson was obviously hurt last game. Mm-hmm. He was a decoy. I'll go Bills with you. They got an awesome run game. Yeah. And, and they, they just, have a competent quarterback. Run the ball. Throw it up to Sammy Watkins. Dude, this could, figure be, a, it out. This could be a blowout. 20-point win. Bills. And um, Joyke Bell's probably not playing. Joyke. He shouldn't play anyway. Reggie looks better right now. Yeah. I don't love Reggie. I don't love Reggie, but shut Move out. Uh, now we have the Chicago Bears at the Carolina Panthers. For oh, some reason, geez. when the pressure was off uh, Cutler and they were down 14 points, he threw another pick. So I don't know. Where yeah, it didn't work out. <laughs> Skip Bayless was wrong. It didn't work. <laughs> he just continued doing yeah. bad. The, really, the game was over when they didn't score in, at the end of the first half. This game when they will be embarrassing. Um, I think this has the opportunity to be a blowout either way, and I or a weird like seventeen fourteen game. It's gonna be an ugly game. Yeah, it's not gonna be any happen. fun to watch. It's gonna be a lot of turnovers probably. I'll go Bears. I don't trust Cam Newton right now. You check. Trust Jay Cutler on the road more than Cam Newton at home. He's got a lot of weapons compared to. to <laughs> um, I'll go with the Bears too, but I do not feel confident about this one at all. Panthers just look really bad. Drop, drop it. Royals just took the lead. Oh no! This is. This I walked in and was was like, "Uh oh, hey, don't give a two zero lead to John Lester." <laughs> it's a race by the bottom of the third. This crowd's going to go crazy. This GM for Oakland's going to get fired. Are we uh, Are we for the one-game playoffs? I mean, they're very exciting. They're pretty but they dumb. seem totally against <laughs> baseball, right? So, yeah, welcome to the playoffs, and you're gone. Hey! <laughs> yeah. See, they're saying this is the first playoff appearance for the Royals since 85. Yes. I feel like if they don't make it to the real playoffs, it doesn't count as an appearance. Like, it shouldn't really count? Yeah, this isn't really... If you get eliminated in this game, it's not playoffs. So... It's not even October yet. So, with the NCAA tournament, basketball tournament, I always felt like if you get into the playing game, you're not technically in the tournament. So you feel the same way with this wild those, card. Yeah. Well, those playing games, they shouldn't put the auto bids into... Those playing games, I think that's stupid. That's what my friend Kyle always said. It should always be the last ones in the tournament. Yeah, it should, should be like the Tennessees that sneak in as like the last team. Like if you're in, you have to play another game to possibly go far. Yeah, those auto bids deserve a shot in the dance. Yeah. Okay, so we'll move on to the Cleveland Browns at the Tennessee Titans. Woo! Two shit teams playing two shit games. Walker's back. Walker's back. Oh, whoa! <laughs> it's gonna change the tides with nothing. Um, I'm taking the Cleveland Browns in this one. The Titans have looked terrible since the week one, can and the Cleveland Browns, Browns are coming off a bye, and uh, they can move the ball on offense. Yeah, give me the Browns, baby. All right, we're we're just picking we all the same teams. Jordan Cameron coming back. All right, so we have the the JJ Watts versus the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, baby. Dallas Cowboys are going to jump off a bridge after J.J. Watt destroys Tony Romo, and then the whole crowd's going to go against them. I got the Houston Texans with the upset over the Dallas Cowboys. Man, I was going to take that, too. I'm going to go Cowboys. <laughs> Just because Houston has no run defense, but 
Romo will be killed if they ever try to pass the ball. Yeah, I love J.J. Watt. And did you see his pick six? I think yeah. it's back-to-back weeks where he has a touchdown, one Dude, on offense, one on defense. He's the new primetime, baby. If, if, <laughs> yeah, if you're in an individual defensive player league, you must be undefeated so far with J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt has to be, like, your number one overall pick. <laughs> Just crushing it. He's a beast. Oh, he's so much fun. I'm glad he doesn't have that fucking cut on his nose already because that was gross last year. <laughs> uh, so we move on to the surprising 3-1 and one Baltimore Ravens at... The Andrew Luck dominant Colts. Woo! Um, I picked Andrew Luck to be my breakout fantasy player this year. So far, so far, so good. He is crushing it. I think the number one overall. Is quarterback he your quarterback in, in our league? I think I have him in every single league except for one where I paid Manning, and that's the team I'm doing the worst. I got him in one out of two. So I'm I won all five of my leagues this this week. Another four touchdown performance last week. Yep. He just keeps piling them on. He's like even in the fourth quarter, they just let him air it out. They don't care. It's like old school Peyton Manning at the Colts. Yeah. He's just airing it out. I'm taking the Colts. I don't believe in these this Ravens team at all. Nope. And I love Andrew Luck. So. I like I like Luck. Or do you want a cookie? They'll probably lose, but yeah, probably. I like him. So now we have the St. Louis Rams at the Philadelphia Eagles, who finally lost to the Niners. Oh my God. Uh, I believe two weeks ago is when we read from your notes, Nick Foles is hot garbage, and he continues to be hot garbage. He did not play well, but a lot of it wasn't his fault. A lot That game was so weird. They kept, whenever the Eagles' defense or the punter, punt return, mm-hmm. they just kept fighting the end zone, and he just couldn't get on the field. <laughs> so he didn't get any kind of rhythm. 49ers have a pretty good defense. They that's, do. That's not a team you want to fool around with. No, but he's still hot garbage, and because he didn't of that, play well, but I am taking the St. Louis Rams with the upset victory at the Eagles. It's time for it all to come crashing down. Oh no! They're gonna lose their confidence after their first loss, after bullshitting three wins out of no three comeback wins. I'm taking the Rams. Big upset win for the Rams. Domination. Well, I think the Eagles get one of their linemen back yes. this week. I'm Shady's gonna score thirty fantasy points. Yeah. All Eagles in this one. The Rams aren't aren't good, so he can just Rams go. are bad. <laughs> if the Eagles if, if Shady doesn't This is this is for me it's a full out bet against the Eagles rather than for the Rams. If he doesn't show up this week, I'm my fantasy team's done for. By the way, can the NFL figure I know they can't figure out um how many games a guy should be suspended when he beats his, his fiance. Can they please even out the the morning and the late games? The early games, there's like ten early games and then like three late games. Oh, pisses me off. Do like five and five. It's not that hard. They're killing the red zone. Those assholes. Yeah. They they come up with a brilliant idea like red zone, and it's only good for the morning games. I don't want to fucking see Scott Hansen's face. I want to see football. Also, can we all agree that's a terrible new set? I want him in his weird black boots. <laughs> I don't want him standing up in some virtual reality he's got a, area. He's got a new hairdo this year. He's, he's going with like the Macklemore like trim sides. And I think uh, he's not wearing the glasses anymore, right? I think he took off the yeah, glasses. Yeah, he took the glasses off. Scott Hansen, go back to the glasses. Weird Howie Long flat top. That's what I need. He's selling out. And I need you, I need you back in your black booth so you can octbox and quad box to your heart's content. Oh, we got an octobox. We got a quad box going. 
I've been working too much, so I haven't been able to sit home on Sundays and watch Red Zone. They should do it's really the greatest. even if there's three games in the afternoon, they should do Octobox with like just different <laughs> angles from the field. Let's go Octobox. We're gonna do Octobox. This one for the coach's view of each coach. <laughs> Alright, so we're moving on to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Oh gosh. And the New Orleans Saints. Disappointing Saints. Yeah, but they have to win this, right? Breeze has been better than Brady, but he still looks bad. Mm-hmm. So Mike Evans is out for the Bucks. Yep. They have Mike Glennon over Josh McCown, which is a plus. Glennon's good. Well, not good, but mm. better. And uh, the Saints are at home. you got to figure they have to win this. They're going to figure out that they just need to throw the ball to Jimmy Graham more. He only had two targets in the first half last week. That's pitiful. Mm-hmm. Give him the damn ball. We left the door open, so I'm going to close that bad boy. Next is Steelers Jacks. Take it Uh, Steelers. Antonio Brown cannot be stopped right now. He's a goddamn animal. I wish I would have drafted him in every league, but I think he was kept by everyone. So I'm going Steelers. Jaguars are awful. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot to say about this. The Jaguars maybe. The worst run game in the league. <laughs> they may have a chance to go 0-16 this year. Toby Gerhardt did not work out. No. Anyone who tried to convince me that Toby Gerhardt was going to be a good fantasy player, you should shut your mouth about fantasy for the rest of your life. He's a bad football player. I don't care if he gets 100 carries for the Jaguars. I think Minnesota's line is underrated. because I do, too. He always did well for Minnesota. And now the two backets that they have going are just tearing it up. Yeah. Asiata's not a good football player either, and he's doing very, very well. McKinnon looks awesome. Incredible. Right. CAP, get out. Bye. Take our rookie. Go bust your son's testicle somewhere else. (laughs) Take that big ass contract and leave. All right. And the next one, uh, we got the Cardinals. 3 0 Cardinals. This is killing me, dude. At the Denver Broncos. I want to pick the Cardinals so badly, but it's at Denver, so I have to take the Broncos. They're going to end up winning this game. This is Monty Ball is killing me right now, and it's not going to get any better. No. Because he had Seattle before he went to the bye. Mm-hmm. Cardinals now, Jets next week, I think. Yep. Oh, my God. It's killing me. I feel like after this game, since you already have Monty Ball, it's not worth it. But if you don't, he might be a good by low candidate, you might be able to get him yeah, for almost nothing. Yeah, because he's going to be awful the first seven weeks. Yeah, so you might be able to eventually get him for nothing. I just hope C.J. Anderson doesn't steal carries since he's going to do awful. Like, you could you could sell, sell him probably for, like, another lottery ticket and, and do all right. So, like, if you... I don't know, who's, who's like, a good comparison? Who we're talking about? Um, the guy from Minnesota who looked awesome. Oh, McKinnon? Yeah. Dude, if I could get a hold of a player right now, I'd get a hold of Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins! It's going to be a beast with Orton slinging are it. Are you taking Denver as well? Yeah, Demarius Thomas is going to wake up here and start torching people, so I'll go with them. You don't think Patrick Peterson's going to follow Bebe around? Probably. Well, apparently Peterson doesn't leave his side of the field either, so <laughs> maybe they just won't leave him on that side. Yeah. <laughs> Make him chase Emmanuel Sanders around. That that guy is incredible. He's fast. So Alex Smith goes home back to San Francisco where he was drafted, where he was doing well for the Jim Harbaugh Niners and got benched for 
for Ka- Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Uh, Colin Kaepernick. Uh, maybe that wasn't a good decision because he's not a very great uh, player. It's probably about even. Mm-hmm. But everyone was like, oh, he's going to be amazing. He's got crazy upside. Yeah, he also throws picks. It's just not a good throwing Um Alex Smith looked amazing versus the Patriots. I don't know if you watched any of that game last night. I watched it all and cried the whole time. <laughs> uh, I I shouldn't have won several games. Like, there's a couple of games where it was against Edelman and, like, the Patriots defense and a couple of, And, like, the keeps... There was one I was up, like, nine and a half points and they had New England defense. So I was like, all right. Do this, and all of a sudden the Chiefs, Chiefs keep scoring, scoring. I'm like, yes, seal the deal. Charles, first three touchdowns. Yes, this guy's an animal. Jamal Charles, I'm going with the upset. I don't think the Niners are that good. I'll go I, Niners. I think the Chiefs, I don't think the Niners are good either, but I don't think the Chiefs are that good either. They're not that good either, but I I feel like Jamal Charles might might get a little uh, momentum going. I don't know how the Chiefs lost the home opener to Tennessee though. I do not. I don't know how that game happened. How did I lose my thirty in the home opener? What the fuck no, happened? By the way, these uh, these last three games are all pretty good. The Cardinals Broncos game, I think, is going to be a good game, even though I think Broncos will come out. That's going to be a tough game. I think this game is going to be pretty close because the Chiefs aren't going to turn the ball over, and the Niners might give do dumb shit. And our next game, Jets at Chargers, uh, may be pretty interesting. No. The Geno Smith experience. Um, I can't take the Jets though. The Chargers are very good. They're three and one. <clears throat> if they didn't fuck up versus the Cardinals, they could be undefeated. Dude, I last night for like an hour, I was thinking about picking up Vic and like just stuffing him because just in case Foles gets benched for Sanchez or something. Because I think Geno, he's on his last legs. He's gonna get pulled. You think so? Soon. He looks awful. <laughs> He's bad. If EJ Manuel gets pulled, Smith should be gone too. He's bad. Well, I think the difference is the Jets really don't have a future, even if they put in Michael Vick. They got a decent run game. Mm-hmm. Vick, he can win some ball games. Vick still has nobody but, to, until to he pass gets hurt. to. Just put him in until he gets hurt. You know, Vick's only going to be good for like five games anyway. Let him go out there and do his thing. It's not like Michael Vick's the most accurate passer that's ever lived on the planet. No, but he's like a legit threat for 100 yards rushing every game. He was. He's now kind of old. Dude, even for Philadelphia a couple years ago, he was still rushing for like 90 yards and a half. But he'd pull up limp with the hammy. But (laughs) Um, So you got to go Chargers here. Chargers. Chargers might be the best team in football right now. Rivers. He got it back the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, so this game's going to be a blowout. I think Cincinnati's going to crush the Patriots, and the the Patriots are just going to go downhill. Uh, yeah, I'm not picking the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots don't lose back-to-back games. Giovanni's going to just torture them. But I love Giovanni Bernard, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And then the last game, we don't need to talk about the Seahawks destroying the Redskins. Yep. <laughs> um, when Eli torches your defense, let's see what Russell Hustle Bustle Wilson is going to do to your defense. It's going to be bad news, It's going to be bad. Uh, Kirk Cousins is going to throw all sorts of picks to the Seattle defense, too. 
So I got a 42 to 3 oh. final score. <laughs> Seattle Seahawks. Oh my. <laughs> wow. What are you going with? I'm going 50. 50? 50 to 10. Big 50 spots. <laughs> As you can see, we have a lot of confidence in this Washington Redskins team to really show a good game. Dude, how much is the Redskins going to go for this week in bad quarterback? Uh, pretty, a lot of money. Don't bring see. your wallet. <laughs> Especially since I think Oakland's, Oakland's out of buy. Which is bummed because I, I was excited because I didn't watch that game, but like I saw the stats and... Uh, Car got hurt. <laughs> McGloin came in and I was like, they bench car, this is great. I love how like look yeah, McGloin comes in and it's a shotgun play. Yeah. And somehow they're on the same page and he hikes it to his toes. <laughs> like, how the fuck does it really matter who's standing back there? Oh uh, you know, you can't you don't know what's gonna happen and when you bring a new quarterback in the game, you might hike it to his heels. Like, Their car is much shorter than McGloin apparently. That's gonna be awful. Backup quarterback is thrown in the game. Hikes it past his feet. Oh, boy. All right. So uh, we'll take a break, and then we're going to go through 20 players. We're going to try to make it a quicker process than last week because these guys are more important. They deserve less less time. (laughs) We'll see you. Buddy, to go to the Christmas game. My buddy Nate is going. Yeah. He's like, man. He's like, I just can't wait to see Kobe. I'm like, Pff. Kobe gets hurt. <laughs> Get his money now. Get his money now. Doesn't see, he already still owe you a bunch of money? I want to see more Swaggy. <laughs> no, most of his debts. What if Swaggy statements like, "Oh, I'm glad Melo went back to New York. I know Lala loves LA, but I couldn't have played if Melo was on the team." <laughs> Welcome back to Drunk Sports. Uh, we're going to go from number 80 to 61 on our list of top 100 players. Uh, I have a fucked up system with fucked up rankings, and Wes has probably more realistic of top 100 players. In this the, should be in interesting. Uh, there's going to be less surprises, but they're still there, and there's going to be guys <laughs> that you expect to be higher that I'm going to name. LeBron so, James comes in at number eighty. Yeah, number eighty-one. <laughs> LeBron James. No. <laughs> so at number eighty, I have Missouri Valley's own Anthony Tolliver with a really weak PER of eleven. But he had, his his raw Jeet score is pretty low. But because he played many games and played a lot of minutes when he played, uh, his Jeet score stayed high. Um, he showed up. So he showed up, and he had a positive impact on that Charlotte team, who actually, uh, I think, needed a, a big man like him to show up and, and produce well when uh, 
Big old Josh McBob wasn't around. So. McBob. Anthony Tolliver. Um, who was it? It was Dima Odiakosa, a former IC player, said that he was the hardest guy to guard that he guarded the entire time. And he uh, played against some pretty good big men. Um, who was the? He played against Fareed. Kenneth. So. Fareed. Fareed. So, your turn, sir. So, number 80, I have Amir Johnson for the Raptors. So, he's the guy who's always at the edge of your fantasy basketball team. He's a utility player. He's like, (laughs) you know, I feel like I could drop him and not lose anything, but... I might as well hold on to him. He he shoots a good percentage, Mm -hmm. 56%, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. Or six rebounds. Wait, what the fuck am I saying? Ten points, six rebounds. There we go. He is, he is basically a poor. To me, he's a poor man's Chris Anderson. He's gonna get the dirty stuff around the basket. He'll rebound the basketball. He'll he would do much better if he had LeBron James on his team. Without the tats. Yes. Um, Without the 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 mohawk. I'm surprised you have him so high. Is it just because you looked around me like I only have Kyle Lowry as my only Toronto Raptor? Uh, I don't know. There's once I mean, really, after 50, it was hard for rankings because there's a lot of players that are all about the same. Mm-hmm. And Amir Johnson, he fits into that role player zone where he's good. He doesn't hurt you. Yep. Advanced stats kind of like him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. You could drop him. I could have mixed it. I could put Jimmy Butler up here at number 80 instead. Buckets. Yep, that's fine. So I don't like him. It's not going to win a championship. For, for number him. 79, I have another Toronto Raptor. One of my least favorite players of all time. Probably one of your least favorite players of all time. Who do you think I'm talking about? Toronto Raptor? He came off the bench for them. Oh, I have no idea. Tyler Hansborough. Oh, God. Uh, he had a purr that was pretty weak too, I think. He's a maniac. Uh, his PRR is fourteen point two, which isn't bad. He's it's, like the John Rocker of the NBA. But he's a total douchebag. <laughs> I hate him in every sense of the word. Um, he's that guy who's not a good shooter, but every time he's at sixteen and he's open, he hits it. But he does it in the non-fun PJ Brown sort of way, where it's not an old man game thing. It's a I'm a douchebag sort of way. He's a Total douchebag. I wish he wasn't alive. <laughs> she was never born. Is he your least favorite player you've ever watched play? Yes, he tortured Duke for four straight years. <laughs> I lo- the only reason I really like Gerald Henderson is because he busted Hansborough's nose at the rim when Duke was losing by 20. <laughs> that was probably the best play in Duke history. It's awesome. Uh, He's a. Yeah, Hansborough sucks. So this is this is the top reason. See, we would never talk about Tyler Hansborough <laughs> except for this list. Did you ever see? We the, talk about. Did you ever see like, when him and his brother are on the same team? I think it was the Pacers. Ben Hansborough. Yeah, when him and Ben are on the same team in the NBA, and hmm. somebody elbowed his brother in the head, and Psycho T just flipped out <laughs> and like went nuts. Yeah, he's a maniac. Everyone hates him. Alright, my number 79 is Jonas Valanciunas for the Raps. Valanciunas! And he's pretty similar to... He had a pretty good World Cup. He's a little bit better than 
Amir Johnson, I would say. Mm-hmm. He had 11 points, 9 rebounds last year. Yep. Over 50%. He should have a double-double, average a double-double this year. Um, I don't know if he ever is, is ever going to be on the edge of the all-star conversation, but um, he's going to be a solid center for a long time. He's good. He's solid. He's... He's good to have. I mean, tell these kids above you to stop I know, running around. You probably hear that in the podcast, dude. Oh man, Jesus! They're like cracking the ceiling over here, dude. <laughs> so, anyways, I would um, take him. <laughs> I take Final Tunes over. Remember here. how we said we we're gonna do this quickly? Final Tunes. He's gonna. I was gonna say he's gonna be a guy who's still in the league when he's forty, like Nazi Muhammad, because he just has he's size and he's gonna be in the way. He's a big boy. That's all you need. All right. For number 78, I have Patrick Beverly from the Houston Rockets. Um, he's got a weak per, and um, advanced stats usually hate him because um, he's got a terrible free throw rate. He doesn't get to the line a lot, um, something that actually Tyler Hansborough does really well, which is why advanced stats like him. But... Um, he shoots a he shoots a nice effective percentage. That's probably because Houston shoots many threes, and uh, I think he's an awesome defender and love watching him defend. Um, he's got a weak raw jeet score, but he plays a lot, so it stays stays high for him. What do you, you got? Any thoughts on Beverly? You know, I had him on my on your one of your raw lists, your draft <laughs> my, list, my NBA two K fourteen team. That's my point guard. Yeah, was it good? He's pretty good. Felt good? Pretty good. <laughs> He's a good video game player. <laughs> I've watched him a lot in real life. <laughs> Move on. Yeah, you've only seen the replay of him tearing uh, Russell Westbrook's ACL over and over again? Yeah. <laughs> Ruined the whole playoffs. <laughs> uh, I got Derek Favors at 78. Ooh. Another big boy. You have some interesting guys here. Derek Favors. Getting rid of the big men here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say about this guy. I do not believe in Derek Favors. 13 points, 9 rebounds, 19 PR. Mm-hmm. I don't like, him. like the way he plays. Um, I don't watch the Jazz, so I don't know. He's, he's basically worse than Taj Gibson if Taj Gibson got his minutes. Well, he's behind Taj Gibson. Yeah. So, like, that, I mean, that's... If Taj gets less minutes, so... Yes. Um... Yeah, uh, seventy-eight is not sixty. No, it's not crazy high. Sixty to eighty, is, you're gonna get a lot of role players in the NBA. They're, it's a lot of replaceable guys. Yeah, and that's how I feel when I watch Derek Favors. I was like, there's a lot of people who can do what he does. These are just big bodies that are valuable. The thing is, he's crazy athletic, so he can do some crazy things, but you never see it in the game. Just in his weird artwork slam dunk contests. <laughs> uh, all right. And for number 77, I have a big surprise. And I kind of feel about him this way. But uh, Brooke Lopez from the Brooklyn Nets. Woo! He, uh, he gets punished a lot. He has a really nice raw Jeet score. But, um, yeah. But because he, he got injured. And I think he, I think he's going to have a history of that going forward where he's going to get Brooke. a lot of bumps and bruises. Brooke's a beast, man, if he can stay healthy. Um, I've always hated him because he doesn't know how to fucking rebound for a seven footer. I don't understand it. He's the Roy Hibbert of the Brooklyn Nets. He's, he can score well, 
He's he's one of the best big men in the league. If you could somehow morph Brooke Lopez and Roy Hibbert into the same person where they have an offensive and defensive game and can rebound, it'd be amazing. Good luck. Unfortunately, you can't do that. And one is one and one is the other. So that's Brooke Lopez. Um, he's only down this low because he got injured and didn't play a lot last year. Your work. Uh, I don't even know how to say this guy's name. Nikola Vucevic. Oh, Vucevic. Vucevic. From uh, Orlando? Orlando. I had to throw him in here because somebody from Orlando had to make it. <laughs> um, and, he, you know, he had a pretty good... He was, like, the only bright spot on this team last year. He put up a respectable 14 points, 11 rebounds. The team is awful, though. Um, He's somehow, like, a big guy and just like the... Who's the big guy from the Timberwolves? Favors? No, no, the Timberwolves. Wolves. Um, you know who I'm talking about? Uh, another European... Pekovic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where somehow they're not good defenders, even though they're huge dudes. Because they don't know how to get in the way. Um, Vucevic is a terrible defender. Um, and I don't like him. I don't like him at all. Um... But he's going to put up stats. He's like a weaker Gortat to me. Gortat. Gortat. Mm-hmm. You'll hear him later. Mm-hmm. So we'll go continue on our string of big men with my number 76, Paul Millsap for the Atlanta Hawks. Paulie. I hear he's a little Africa in him. Where he, you say all the things you want in front, but then he's got a backstory. <laughs> Sorry, Danny Fair came over me. <laughs> um... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Paul Millsap. Uh, I love Paul Millsap's game. Um, I don't know why he was called in to the Olympic team. I don't think he's that good. I don't know where he is. Well, he's not. But he's perfect for the current NBA game where he can hit the corner three. He, he plays a little bit of defense and a rebound and, and re- rebound for you. So He's good. I got him higher. I think, I think in the perfect on the perfect team, he comes off the bench. But almost all teams, he's going to start for you. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a starter for sure. Yeah. So we'll move on. All right, I got one of your favorite people ever. Oh yeah, Taj Gibson. Taj, I've actually fallen out of. He's gotten so overrated by the general public that I've gone the other way on him. <laughs> Because here's what's happened. People like his offensive game has evolved. No, he just gets more touches now and still bongles the shit out of things when he tries to do any post move. He's not a good offensive player. He's not. And people are like, oh, he's pretty good now. No, he can make a 16-footer. Still not enough where I want him to take that shot all the time. Like, just as he got to the Tyrus Thomas level of making the mid-range jumper, and that's not a good thing. Good enough for him to feel confident in taking it. Not good enough where I feel good he when he br- takes He brings it. a lot of energy. He's he's gonna dunk on someone. He's a good six man. He's not a great six man. He's a good defender, but not nearly as good as everyone thinks he is when they rate him as a defender. Yeah, Boozer's defensive rating was actually better than Taj. Yeah, which is weird. Um, a lot this year, and I was gonna say this: Taj got hurt because. They had limited big men, and Noah was playing a lot of minutes. So you think they'd play together more, but they didn't. Um, 
He did, he, and he'd have to play five, so he was getting killed. Joachim, number two overall in the defensive rating. Yeah. yeah. Beast mode. Beast mode. But uh, so Tosh was getting killed because he was having to play a lot of minutes at the five. He's, he gets, he gets he's undersized of, kind of for a power forward. He so. is undersized. He brings a ton of energy. Mm-hmm. He's a great beside Joachim because those two are just like a ball of fire. But he had one and a half blocks last year. Pretty impressive for yeah, his size, a guy for sure. battling people taller than him almost mm-hmm. all the time. All the time. Um, and he's always good for a couple of uh, dunks a he year. He probably dunked on Haslam again last year, probably. <laughs> for like the fifth time in Haslam's career. They rolled Haslam out into the <laughs> lane so Tosh could dunk on him. Haslam, go out there and get dunked on. Come back. Go ahead. And then get me mug him after you get dunked on. Go get dunked on. All right, and my number 75, and uh, I agree with you um, where you had him ranked because he's going to get knocked down, Isaiah Thomas. He had a good year last year for Sacramento. Um, He may just not find the minutes, especially after um, it seems like Phoenix is going to sign everybody, and they signed uh, Goran's brother Zoran, so even more cards in that mix. I don't Phoenix know what they're is going do. with the bold strategy of spending forty percent of their cap on point guards. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it works out for them. I can't wait for them to roll four point guard offense. <laughs> We're just going to roll with all guards. You five can't guards. stop us. We're too quick. <laughs> Sure, none of us shoot that all that well, but we're gonna deal with it. I don't know what they're doing. They have three good point guards. Mm-hmm. I'm confused. I want to see how this plays out. Yeah. So we talked about it already. What's your who's your 75th? Wesley Matthews for Portland, and he gets a big boost just for being on a high powered offense. Uh, and he's a guy that everyone is. It turns from he's awesome to he's terrible so quickly. He's really not that good. No. His stats aren't very impressive, but he's, you know, 16 points, about three rebounds, three assists. But he's a little bit of a streaky shooter, too, where he, he'll put up 35 a game because he, or 35 one game because he's going to hit eight threes out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, I basically I play, I think, the whole Portland I don't want him starting on my team. lineup made the top one. I don't want him on my team. Portland's so much better than a lot of these teams in the East, that, so mm-hmm. he gets a bump. Do, 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 do. I was I was seeing where uh, all the Portland guys showed up. Three, four. Yep. I also have all time. All starting time. Did you talk about the other? Uh, he's coming up soon, right? They're got, starting uh, five. I have another one coming up here. They're starting center coming up. Soon? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And here is the, here's the big name of uh, today. Uh, probably. Nah, there's one more, but here's a real big Dwayne name. Wayne. Dwayne Wade at number 74. Oh, and this comes because he didn't play a lot of minutes. Oh, I feel like just hit a three-run home run. Yeah! Jordano Verdano. Can you rewind that? I want to see how fast this pitch is that he crushed. They showed the only four fans, Oakland fans, in the stadium. Oh, that looked like a meat 98. Ball. Really? 98 wow. low at the knees. Oh, I got one. Re- replay it. You th- think this was a meatball? Look how low it is. It didn't look that fast. Yeah. That was 98. Wow. And he uh, he went Crushed yard on it. it. <laughs> Boop. Peace. 
Uh, so, Dwayne Wade, so you think... Supposedly he said uh, on their media day he wants to play every game this year. That's not going to happen. <laughs> um, Anybody that's watched the Heat play the last three years knows Dwayne Wade's shooting up for... Mm-hmm. I'd give him 68 games maximum. The dude just needs breaks. I see him playing 82 games if he only plays 20 minutes a game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well... <laughs> I'm for sure they're not built like the Spurs where they can no, divvy no, out No, they're not. <laughs> uh, I am very glad that Dwayne Wade did not sign with the Bulls. I think Wade's going to have a good year, though. I think he's going to... This is going to be his final year of elite production. And it's just going to be based off of ability to get shots out. He'll be... He should be really efficient because Bosch is going to be the guy who's jacking up the most shots... Uh, Wade should be free to. Wade, it, do what he it wants all for depends to me on his free throw rate. So if he's able to get to the line, aka, is he willing to drive still? If he is he fast enough to get past is he people? Will, is he willing to get to the, get into the lane and get hit? He should be better than last year. Like, and if he is, will he be year. able to play eighty two games <laughs> if he's doing that? No, if he takes a lot of big hits to the knees, he's out. Yeah. So I'm sure you have, Mister. I spell Dwayne wrong, Wade. <laughs> higher than your seventy-four. Yeah, but he's. It's nice to nice to talk about him this year. Him and Kobe are pretty pretty high up. I can't wait for his ex-wife to be sitting in Daily Plaza again, saying, "I want money for my kids." So we got Trevor Ariza, number seventy-four, and I I didn't really know where to put him right here because. I wasn't too impressed with him in the regular season for the Wiz, but they had a really good playoffs, so he get, he got bumped up in my list. And his stats were good. His stats were good for the regular season. Yeah, not bad. 14 points, 6 rebounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's the thing. I don't know how he's His last it. time he had a good season was his contract year. Contract year again, and he's back. No, he's uh, got to replace Parsons. I don't think he can fill those shoes. No. But he does he does all the right things. It's the right fit for what Parsons did, basically. Houston built a bad team. This is not a team that can compete for a championship. <laughs> no, no, no. They spent a lot of money. I didn't read the Zach Lowe article. Assets. Um but basically the article is they're missing another superstar. They are. They needed somebody they needed LeBron, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so once one place above Dwayne Wade, we have Courtney Lee. Courtney, four years the younger. He basically. How old is Courtney Lee? Is his age on there? He's twenty-eight, so he's gonna be twenty-nine. Really? That's it. Yeah. Man, I feel like I was watching that guy in high school. He might have been. He was one of my favorite players. I must have been watching him in college. Uh, he had that run with Western Kentucky in the uh, in the NCAA tournament. That could be it. That's when he really went off. Um, he his uh, Raljeet score is pretty similar to Dwayne Wade's. See, the thing is, what hurt Dwayne Wade is he was terrible on defense. His defensive rating was really crappy. Um, yeah, the whole Heat defense was awful. Yeah, so Dwayne Wade might play all eighty-two games, but he's not going to make those defensive plays he used to. So no, fuck Dwayne Wade. So accordingly. <laughs> Still good. He, play, he played a lot. 
Um, not much to say about him. I think he's a good real player. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Sixth, seventh player. man. Seventh man. All right. 73, I got Thaddeus Young, who the Wolves acquired with the trade with uh, the Sixers, which I was Good actually, player, dumb move. I like this move. I thought they needed at least some veteran presence on the team. Why? I like him. He's He puts up a good number. He puts up 18 points, six rebounds, two steals. He'll be the only bright spot on this Wolves team all year long because that team is going to be bad. Um, do you not believe in the revamp shot of Ricky Rubio? No. <laughs> do not. Daddy Song actually will bring some production. Nobody else will. Yeah, but they, they're not going to win games even with him, so why even have him on the team? Here's what, here's what you want to see when you watch Timberwolves games. Running all the time, not playing any defense, and just running back and trying to throw alley-oops to everybody. Everybody, Ricky Rubio should be running down the floor, throwing oops to anybody available. It's not, it's not really hurting the team. He's, he's not costing them that much. I think it's a good move. They got somebody that can at least do something on the floor. They're not going to get blown out by 40 points every game. Yeah, losing by a good presence. Losing by eleven or losing by sixteen. It's not like they're going to be paying the luxury tax by no, Thaddeus Young on the team. <laughs> it's it's just well, he he might win them two games this year and move them out from the That's first fine. overall pick That's to fine. third. That's fine because you know what the the odds mean nothing when it comes to the lottery. You just got to have Dan Gilbert's son there with you. <laughs> Dan Gilbert's son. Um. My next player, he may have retired. I don't know. I did not look it up before the podcast. Pablo Pregoni. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. That's the New York Knicks Italian guy who's 36 years old. Uh, yeah, I refuse to watch the Knicks play. <laughs> it's probably a good move for your for your life. Pregoni. Is he still playing? Let's see. There's no news. So I think he's still playing. He must be still under contract. Oh, he's still under contract. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's good to go. Pregoni. Um, he's actually one of the only Knicks players that's... Peroni? Is that his name? I think it's Pregoni, but it's P-R-I-G-I-O-N-I. Potato ravioli? Yes, potato ravioli. Pablo potato ravioli. Um, he can shoot the three. He's basically Jason Kidd. When Jason, not the good Jason Kidd, the old Jason Kidd, oh, <laughs> the guy who could play some pretty good defense and shoot the three and then run an offense decently. He's a bigger guy. Hmm. Um, hmm. If he was on the Spurs, you would know his name because he'd be he'd be a good backup point guard for them. Move on. All right, seventy-two. Robin Lopez. Robin. Lopez. You know, I was actually shocked. So Lopez played it all eighty-two games last uh-huh. year. That was impressive. 55% field goals. Satchel Rob, baby. Eight and a half rebounds. Two blocks. All he the crushed adva- it. All the advanced stats Love had it. him as a top 25 player. He crushed it. I just it. stuffed him on my bench for a long you're time. You're like, perfect fit for a good situation. Basically, you're putting Rob in the past. He is, yeah. He, he does well in that system. Mm-hmm. But, I like Robin Lopez, and you'll hear for him much higher on my list. I think Portland will be. I think you get like five or six teams for that uh, NBA All Access or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think Portland might be one of my teams this year. One of your teams? Fun to watch. I think we need a, we need to get your list. 
when you when you get your list down, you got to name your six teams. So once Cavs automatically, right? Cavs. You're not gonna do the Bulls because you hopefully you'll be able to watch them in the city. We'll do the Lakers. Cavs, swags. Lakers. They gotta watch Swags all year. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I'll do this. I don't like watching the Thunder play. They're they're not fun to watch. I don't like watching them. It's. It's guys kind of standing around Durant trying to do something, and then like someone might end up with an open shot. I'll probably do. Um, who was I thinking? Oh, I'm doing the Warriors. I like watching the Warriors play. Uh huh. Spurs? No, not Spurs are too boring. They're not boring to watch though. They are for me. During the regular season, it's just boring. Now is it because you don't know who you're going to watch every they night? They bring a lot of entertainment value in the postseason because they play so well, but. Mm. You just don't want to see that want, for 82 games. See, well, you want to see, I want to see the Stars play So <laughs> They just don't play. At least Duncan will get 30 minutes a game in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He gets like 18 in the fucking regular season. <laughs> he had like 27, but... I'll have to look at it. I don't know yet. I'll have to look. Okay. Those are three. So those are three for sure right now. Yep. All right. So I'm moving on with number 71. Uh, this is a guy who made most of his opportunity this this past year because Pau Gasol was bad for the Lakers. Jordan Hill. Advanced stance love him. He has a pretty strong PER. Um, He's got no future. I think he is a decent seventh man, sixth man for anybody. He shouldn't start anywhere. He's a good 17th man for the Spurs. <laughs> you know, that's the, that's the perfect job for me. You don't want to be Matt Bonner? <laughs> I'd love to be Matt Bonner. <laughs> like you come to the end of the game. All right, you have to stand and try to take charges in the lane, and then you're going to run out to the corner on offense, try to shoot trays. Matt Bonner is—he's like that bench warmer in college that comes in and just starts jacking up threes at the end of the game. <laughs> Matt Bonner. So we'll move on from Jordan Hill. I like him. I think he rebounds well and he can shoot 18 footers. I got Nene, 71. I think this might be too low for Nene. He's got to up his game though. If Wizards are ever going to do anything in the playoffs, here's the issue: he doesn't. He always gets hurt. Always gets hurt. hurt. Yeah, he only played like 52 games this year. Mm -hmm. Always gets hurt. 14 points, five and a half rebounds. Those are decent. Those are good stats, but they need more if they're going to be a contender. He needs to be 16 and 10. Yes. With good defense. Five and a half rebounds is not enough. No. He needs to get he more. But, I mean, he is playing with Gortat a lot of times, which, understandable why your rebounds go down a little bit. You need to be eight, at least. I agree. Eight. Get to eight. So, we'll move up to everyone's favorite Kardashian, Chris Humphreys. <laughs> <laughs> this is another guy who probably gets aided from the opportunity in the system in the team he was on from Boston last was year. Was he uh, always on Boston? He was on Boston. He had an 18.2 PER. Oh, so he got traded for KG and Pierce? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he was in that trade. Because he, mm-hmm. he was a big contract. He rebounds the ball. And, uh, I liked him until he married a Kardashian. Then I just put him on my shit list forever. <laughs> Is that what happened to Lamar Odom? He put him on a shit list and then he had to go to drugs? Yeah, well, because he... Yeah, he <laughs> Married the ugly Kardashian. <laughs> That's worse. Like, what are you doing? You gotta give some Chris Humphrey shit, some <laughs> yeah. love at least for hey, picking the right one. If you're gonna fucking marry into that bullshit family, at least pick the hot one. <laughs> God, the hockey player had a maid. At least he got the cutest mm. out of the group. 
Alright, so that's Chris Humphreys. Um, everyone knows he rebounds and can't do anything else. Dude, I got, dude, like the whole Wizards team from last year is in my group right now. I got Bradley Beal. Beal! 70. So Beal, he, he's a knockdown three-point shooter. He shot yes. 40% last year. I'd like to see him bring up his percentages, though, overall. I love his game. And I feel like if Bradley Beal played on that Warriors team, if you just switch Clay Thompson and Bradley Beal, you'd all of a sudden become a Beal fan and not that big of a fan of Clay Thompson. I still like Clay. Mm-hmm. I would like them both, though, yeah. Anybody yeah. paired up I with I feel Seth like you'd like Beal a lot more because you'd just get a lot more open trays. and Clay's, Clay actually has value with defense. I think Beal's a good defender, too. Beal, Beal will be better. He's not as mature as Clay yet, I don't think. No, he's not. His game's still growing. Mm-hmm. He needs I to think he's us. younger, right? All of these Wizards guys need to give us more this year, too. Yeah, Beal needs to get a shot. If Beal, if Beal takes the lead, basically if any of those young guys, Wall, Beal, or if Nene or Gortat. I don't get the Paul Pierce signing for them at all. I don't either. He brings a veteran presence, but it's... He also slows them down what by is 100%. It like? And he's good for like one year, and maybe. Do you trust him to guard any wing? I don't know what they're. I don't know what they're hoping for this year. Who's is Pierce guarding LeBron? Is that what they're gonna go with? He, he usually does. Hey, Paul, a decent job. Hey, wheelchair, go go out there and guard LeBron. <laughs> he does like he'll do a good job for two games, and then LeBron's like, "Fuck this," and then he'll just score fifty. Mm-hmm. But LeBron lets him push him around. That's because LeBron doesn't like getting pushed around and he just turns and complains to ref rather than just giving an elbow to the dude. Hey, do what you gotta do. Except for Nasi Muhammad. Um, <laughs> my number 69, one of the most fun players to watch play, and uh, I don't know where he is and if he's still gonna be in this backcourt. Gerald Green! Gerald. He was he... in a perfect situation with Phoenix last year. Is he with Boston? Or is that the different Green? Oh, that's. He was originally with Boston, but he was on he was on the Suns, and I think he's still on the Suns. And he's just going to get pushed out because they have 1,000 guards. Oh, he's on the Suns now? Yeah, he had a great year last year for the Suns. Um, I'll give you, the, I'll give you the, the quick quick stats for him. Uh, so he scored 15.8 points a game with uh, three and a half rebounds and an assist and a half a game. On uh, 45% shooting, 40% from three. Gerald's fun. I like this guy. He's, he's, the, he's the one that blew out the cupcake at the slam yes. dunk, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my all-time faves. So, th- so his swaggy rating would go way up. So he was awesome last year, and now all of a sudden he's not going to be able to play because they have 1,000 point guards. Put so some cupcakes on the rim. He'd he's be all be over out. that. I mean, 18 points a game is nothing to sneeze at, that's for sure. He's got game. I got Kyle Korver, 69. Korver! He put together a pretty impressive <laughs> season. Although, <laughs> you're like when you hear 34 minutes per game, 47% free throws, this next stat... Wait, three point? This next stat, yeah, from three point. The next stat confuses me. 12 points per game. It's because he, he's never catching the ball like... Then I'm creating. He's catching the ball and shooting. If he's playing that much, you just expect him to be putting. What up were his higher assist numbers? Three assists. 
I just can't believe I was expecting him to have like 15 points 17 16 especially since there was a lot of love thrown he's, he's on the he, floor a lot and he's knocking down almost half his hey, threes Wes we, we gotta understand there's no answer for Kyle Corver. <laughs> what coach oh that was the Indiana coach <laughs> that was <laughs> no answer I don't know I was disappointed when I saw these stats I, I thought they were gonna be better yeah they need to let him shoot more, I think, is the what I've found here. Yeah, I feel like uh, they run a lot of action off of him. Like He's almost uses a decoy just as much as he is as the primary option. Right. Because he just runs his ass off all game. And I would like to see the Co- the Kobe assist for Kyle Korver. The assist that was made up of, like, he passes the ball and then there's another pass and it's a score. Kobe assist... All right, so number sixty-eight. Does Kobe pass the ball <laughs> when he's when he's quintuple teamed? I don't think he's ever passed the ball. Number sixty-eight for me. I also have a Washington Wizard. Mm, good. You're not going to have him on your list, Trevor Booker. Booker Clemson. He played. He played a lot of minutes and games last year because of injuries. Um, he can rebound. He's a suitable big man. Not a great big man. He's gonna rebound the ball. He plays good defense. He's yeah, he was. He wasn't elite in college. Nope. I haven't watched him much in the NBA, but he's still the same old guy. He was in the ACC, so of course I watched him. He basically moved like he identical stats and just moved up to the level. Yeah, so. he kind of reminded me of like Okafor. Yeah, he's, pretty, would, he's an athletic dude. But I would say this very similar. All right, sixty-eight. I got. Splitter. Diago. Guy, he only played 21 minutes a game. <laughs> yep. This dork. <laughs> 21 minutes a game. 8.6 rebounds. But I had to put him in here. 8.6 rebounds in 21 minutes is really good. The team's so good. He just, <laughs> he's in here. Split 60 out. 68. <laughs> 21 points or 21 minutes a game. That's your starting center for the Spurs. I feel like if Tiago Splitter was in Team America World Police, he'd be substitute they for They have four centers on the roster, dude. Splitter. What? Four centers on the Spurs roster. Are, are you counting Matt Bonner? Who's the center? <laughs> let me look. Uh, are you, you counting know, Duncan? I'll get back to you. Let, All me, right. let me find it out. So number 67, I have another backup here. Backup to the best point guard in the league, though. Darren Collison for the Los Angeles Clippers. Um... He had a crazy good defensive rating, which uh, does does well for me. Uh, and their offense is always good because they have played Griffin. He played 25 minutes a game, which is more than Tiago Splitter. Oh, yeah, I lied. They only have two centers. Yeah, it's just Splitter. Trailblazers have four. Yeah. <laughs> um, Collison had a good year. Um, I like him, but he's not great. He's better than George Hill for the Pacers. Yeah, I've always liked Collison. Mm-hmm. Isn't he UCLA product? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. It was him, Aflalo, and Kevin Love. Yep, I always liked him. He's good. But he's not going to play being backup. Nope. To Chris. Chris motherfucking Paul. All right, next guy. This guy, Advanced Metrics, just love this dude. But he's got injury woes every year. Andrew Bogut. Bogut. This dude, he only plays... He gets paid a ton of money. He only plays yes. 
26 minutes a game. The joy of being seven foot two and being coordinated. 26 minutes a game, but he shoots. If this dude could play more without mm-hmm. getting hurt, this would really help the Warriors because he shot 63% last year. Seven rebounds, two assists. Or no, seven points, two assists, ten rebounds, two blocks. Two blocks in 26 minutes, that's yes. pretty solid. I can't wait for Andrew Bogut to be signed in two years for three and a half million by the Spurs after Duncan <laughs> leaves and put up crazy numbers right. and be awesome. Because he's going to be, because he's a big man. He's basically going to fill Boris Diaz's role, role, but be better at everything. Oh, yeah. And crush sure. it. And then for only sure. have to pay, play 25 minutes a game. Yeah, he's just, he's just too expensive for a Warriors team that needs him badly. If he made seven million a year, perfect. Right, not yeah. fourteen. Was he making? So they can get a decent backup. <laughs> <laughs> they need somebody to bring in to replace this guy. So here's a guy who I watched in in college, and I thought he would never become anything in the NBA, and I was right for a long time. But then PJ Tucker came in and had a great year for the Suns this year. He started almost every game for him. Played 81 games, 30 minutes a game. Too small forward. He's their he's their wing. Um, he defended their best player every game. He rebounded the ball. He could get to the free throw line a little bit, and he shot a little bit. Well, his true shoot percentage is a little low, but his defensive game is pretty amazing. He looks like an idiot. I hate him. But PJ Tucker. PJ. PJ. What's his PR? His low. Not good. Yeah, it's thirteen and thirteen point three. He's a guy who plays defense but doesn't get steals or blocks. I took a few glances at PJ during the rankings. I don't think he made the list, but yeah, he was close. He's good. He he kind of he's a perfect fit for that team that needs a wing who doesn't shoot. It's they kind of start your typical NBA offense no. that they're gonna run. They kind of Ariza would be a perfect fit there. Guy who played defense and shoot corner threes. Yeah. Faux show. Faux show. Move on. I got Lance Stevenson, number 66. Mm. And Lance. Lance. I don't know what dance. to expect from Lance. Lance, make him dance. The kid, the Lance, guy, make him dance. The guy's dance. an idiot. He's under 25 still. He's going to turn 24 this year. The dude should be a top 50 player if he gets his fucking head on straight. He has moments of incredible talent. And also incredible stupidity. <laughs> let me let me be Jalen Phillips. Hey, great up. <laughs> the shit he was doing against the Heat this year was just unbearable. I couldn't watch the games. Are they? The dude. They're down by like fifteen, and the dude was like flopping at half court, like and just laying there for like thirty seconds. Yeah, but he brings some. I think this is good for the Hornets, though. The Hornets. They got better, I think, bringing on Lance. I'm interested to see what the Hornets do this year. They're going to miss McBob, though. They're going to miss McBob for sure. But basically, I think Lance Lance could do the... Can Lance do the same things McBob did for him, just from the wing position instead of the four? Well, I think they're going to need to... He's going to need to shoot more. McBob passed the ball in like 80% of his touches. <laughs> but they need, a, they need somebody to shoot. Because last year it was Kemba and Al Jefferson. That was it. Nobody wants to see fucking Kid Gilchrist in that ugly ass shot. <laughs> Get rid of that guy. <laughs> I really, I really wish Kid Gilchrist could figure it out because I like him. But 
I don't like the name. That 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 shot. Good name. That shot be ugly. All right. So I have a guy. Surprising name. I don't think you'll have him on there. He's kind of a he's a low PER guy like PJ Tucker and a very similar Demar Carroll from the Atlanta Hawks. Nope. He's a guy who uh, has pretty high effective field goal percentage because of the Hawks system. Um, he shot thirty seven percent from three. And uh, rebound. So he was 11 points, five and a half rebounds, and almost two assists per game. And then uh, one and a half steals per game, which is pretty impressive for That's good. For a guy that you don't expect from. From from Kenneth Fareed's little brother is basically what he looks like. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, he's a good player. Uh, best case scenario, six, six man, but DeMarco. All right. The next guy I have is. I always like getting this guy on my fantasy basketball team. Mm-hmm. Greg Monroe for the Pistons. Monroe not signing the qualifying offer from the Pistons. He's good for... Or, or is signing, whatever. This dude's good. 50% every year. 15 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists. He's good to have. What's the team that... What team does he fit? I like him on the Pistons. Just leave him there. He's doing good. Don't don't mix it up. I don't think it works with him and um, Drummond and Drummond because I don't think that you can both both those guys in the post and work it out. Yeah, it's kind of like Howard. In the also, shoot. then you also have to play Josh Smith at three. Well, the problem was picking <laughs> up Josh Smith. Monroe and Drummond are fine. Mm-hmm. Josh Smith is a problem child at three. Yes, yes, he is. All right, are we good on Greg yeah, Monroe? I'm good. I love Greg Monroe, but the thing is, he's never gotten better. He's just been that way. He's pretty boring. He just consistently puts up awesome numbers for a guy you don't hear about ever. He's gonna get paid by somebody, and I don't know who it's gonna be. They're gonna enjoy him, whoever gets him. I would like to see him in Minnesota. I think get rid of Pekovic, sign Greg Monroe, but we'll see. We shall see. Uh, number 64 Also on Phoenix This has been a run on Phoenix guys for me Markeith Morris Markeith. One of the Morris twins Showing up The good Morris He had an 18.4 P- PER Which is very good He had a good year He had a nice Jeez. effective field goal percentage My Hornets X system is awesome He shot a little bit of threes this year um, Almost as many as DeMar DeRozan Uh but I like him. I like his defense. I like that he rebounds pretty well. Um, and you know what? I just like him. Their their system brought a second life to his career. I think. Yep. Don't don't break up the Morris twins. You got to keep them together for their powers <laughs> to really combine. Dude, when they uh, they were like the highlight of that draft, mm-hmm. they kept asking him like, "You guys have never lived apart. What are you gonna do?" How are you going to make it without your brother? They couldn't. They didn't. <laughs> you know what they did? They didn't. They didn't. They didn't they have didn't, to. They didn't make it. Well, no. Like they both went to two more te- two teams before they both met up, met up in Phoenix again. It's a, Genius. I think I'll, I think I'll survive, man. All right, I got Monta Ellis at sixty four. Monta have it all. 
Mavs are going to be good this year. Mavs are going to be good this year. Did you uh, hear his reasoning for signing with the Mavs? He said this year at Media Day. Mata? Yeah. He said, my sons only see me be a loser, and I wanted them to see me be a winner, so I joined the Mavs. <laughs> good. Good. I was like, that makes sense until you realize everyone thought the Mavs were going to be terrible last year, so it makes no sense that he would actually do it. They're gonna, yeah. They nobody thought Vince Carter was gonna. They're gonna miss Vince Carter this year. Last year. Well, they're bringing a better player. They're bringing in Chandler Parsons. They're yeah. gonna be good. I don't know how to feel about Chandler Parsons. Chandler's a baller. Yeah, I don't, I He's don't better know. than Vince. Vince has always been a choker. Vince artist. was awesome. He hit a fucking awesome yeah. shot this year. <laughs> Vince is always a choker artist. Keep. Cut to the like most clutch shot of all time in a quarter three. <laughs> the same shot that he had choked his ass off on before. Yeah. He made it this time. Mm-hmm. But Mata, he can carry the scoring load when Dirk's having off night. Mm-hmm. I think he's good. He's good. Good change of pace. I like Mata. All right. So we're moving on to a guy I just talked about and a guy who will have to mesh with Vince Carter, DeMar DeRozan, at number 63. Um, I liked his game a lot during the World Cup and before then. Um, DeRozan, he's yeah, a baller, I liked him dude. A lot. He can't shoot. That's the issue. If he was able to shoot a three, he could be just as good as Paul George. Demar Derozan's awesome. I love Demar Derozan. He's a guy who can rock it up and be a considered a top twenty player next year if he if he takes that step. He's not gonna take that step. He's not going to. I hope he can. Be, I hope he gets into the top thirty. Okay, I could see that. I love Demar Derozan. I wish he was higher, but um, he doesn't shoot enough threes. That's basically what it comes down to. All right. His PER is a matching Marquise Morris is at eighteen point four. It's respectable. Mm-hmm. What, what were his points like? Twenty two. Twenty two. Uh, Twenty three. He had a yeah, something like that. I pretty think. awesome scoring year. Mm-hmm. All right, I got a Sheik. Oh, man. 63. This was one of, the, one of the worst moves that Houston ever made was holding on to this dude for so long. Like, and then getting nothing for him? What were they doing? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, for one, when they first traded for him, it wasn't a, it wasn't a bad deal. They didn't trade. They, uh, they, or, well, they, yeah, they acquired they, him in the they, free they agency. They paid him yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. That was a good pickup, but then they immediately traded for, or signed Howard. Yes. Right afterwards at free agency, and then he just became useless, and he still was getting paid fifteen million. He's kind of a whiny baby. He puts up good numbers though: six points, eight rebounds, one block, and twenty minutes per game for Houston. Uh huh. He's gonna get a lot of playing time for New Orleans. He should have a good year. It'll be interesting to see. So, what do you do? All right, do you do? Do you start Ashik and Davis yeah. or Davis and Anderson? You start Ashik because he's going to be – Anderson's more of a power forward. Davis is going to play power forward. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you could – I think it. Anderson's a great six man because he can bring in some offense. Could you play all three of them at, at any time? You probably could since Anderson spends a lot of time on the wing anyway. Who's guarding the wing though for that? Yeah, it'd be tough. Do you put Davis on him? Because you don't need him to protect in the basket if you have a Sheik. I guess it depends who, who the, the small forward is on the other team. <laughs> I would like to see Davis versus a perimeter player to see how well he can do it. I think he could do it. 
He could do it with a bunch of with a lot of them probably. Mm-hmm. He could easily guard a guy like Parsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I want to see him. I would like to see uh, him take LeBron on for like five straight possessions. See what happened. That'd be bad news. Maybe it's like foul trouble central probably. Maybe, but if you have a sheik behind you, you can kind of let him LeBron go up go up against that. A sheik goes straight up. It's his best attribute. I think the problem would be he'd be out of his element. You don't want to go against a guy who's lived on the perimeter his whole life and then try to guard him. Noah loves it. Noah Noah does it pretty well versus LeBron. He gets away with a lot of fucking pushing though. No, not when he's guarding LeBron. Well, he, he usually guards LeBron when it comes down to like. Well, it's because the Heat always did the the switch. LeBron attacks him at the end of the game, and then the refs never call fouls at the end of the game. Yeah. So Noah comes out on top a lot. Mm-hmm. Noah can't guard LeBron James. I can't. I don't think he can do it for long stretches. But I, he gets away with the end of game calls, though. That's some some homework lessons on there. All right. I think. Uh, I showed you a picture of his wonderful mohawk. I didn't tell you the tweet. So Gortat and Martel Webster had uh, mohawks. Mm-hmm. And Gortat said, well, he's sexual chocolate, and I'm sexual white chocolate. So it only makes sense. We both have mohawks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you got Gortat? No, Martel Webster, baby. Oh. <laughs> what number are you on? 62. I'll get Gortat at 62. Yeah. <laughs> See, we matched Woo! those sexual chocolates yeah. together. That's going to seem like it was almost planned, how well that came together. That was good. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with this. I was like, he's got a Gortat? <laughs> 62 Martel Webster had a total shot percentage at 59%, which is really, really good. Um, in fact, a field goal percentage at 55%, which is good, especially when his free throw rate is so low. And he shot a lot of threes. He's making his threes. So... Martel Webster once thought a bust is doing pretty good for himself. Um, I like him a lot. We'll see. He has a great raw jeet score. All right. So talk about the Polish hammer. Gortat, 54%, 13 points, 10 rebounds. You're not going to get any more than that from Gortat? No. Now, can they get that and then get Nene? To increase his rebound. That's the thing. Nene's got to get his shit together, get up on Gortat's level, and then we're cooking peanut oil. Get on my level. Get on my level. <laughs> uh, They're still going to be fifth in the East, though. That's a problem. Yes, that is a problem. So, here I've got a surprising one, and I expected this guy to be much higher in the stats than he is. But he's not. And that's number 61, Marcus Saul. Ooh. It must... I, I, it's got to be his offensive rating is not that strong. He did miss several games this year, so he had number 59. He only played 59 games, so that hurts him in my system. You know, his his stats weren't that good this year. They weren't, right? I, his I raw jeet score isn't great. I have him really high, but it was more on... Uh, past performance than last year it is it's a guy you th- everyone's now his hype is almost higher because everyone's like he's the best defender there he, is he didn't have a good year but um and I think he, I think the reason why is he played a lot of the year hurt so hopefully he that team gets is better. just a let down year after year 
I'm always looking for them to break through to the finals, and they just they're not going to do they it. They just can't get. They can't through. score. Can't do it. They can't score. Zebo's two hit or miss these days. Yeah, Zebo. He's just not showing up. You me. you you would think he would age better because he's always been basically on the ground, but that little bit of athleticism gone and just not the same. He can't rebound the it's same not way. Same Zebo. It's gone. Zebo. Right. So that's sixty-one. We did it a little bit faster this time, I think. I yeah. got Rudy Gay, last guy. Rudy Gay! And Rudy for the Kings. I don't know why they picked him up. I would acquire Rudy Gay and then trade him because that's guaranteed to make my team better. <laughs> the Kings went on that big kick where they were interviewing like those Harvard uh-huh. fucking people, Stanford probably, I don't know. Whatever schools are good for this shit. And then they chose to pick one of the worst statistic guys, like advanced metrics. He's a maximum salary guy. Like, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They obviously didn't listen to what these dudes were telling them. They also uh, took the world's tallest selfie. I don't know if you saw that. The Kings? (laughs) So they got that seven foot, like, eight Bular guy (laughs) that's Indian because their owner's Indian. Jesus. And they're like, World Tall Selfie, and it's like the the dude with the thing, like with the whole team in it. That's funny. Uh yeah. Uh Rudy Gay. Uh I don't like Rudy Gay. Uh I think it came from I can repeat my joke that if I was a team I would acquire Rudy Gay just to trade him because that guarantees my team gets better. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like him. Uh John Hollinger, which was probably he was deep into. He works with Memphis now. Statistics for basketball for a yeah. long time. The mentor of the PER. He. Yeah, he took over the GM job or one of he's, the. He's in a, one of the executive roles, right? Memphis. Yeah, one of the executive roles in Memphis. And like a week later, Rudy was out of town. Mm-hmm. He hated him. That that's a sign that you don't. He's want got to, a low PER, right? Yeah, he's always got a low PER because he's not efficient. In my system, he ranks the 417th best player in the league. <laughs> so, I don't know what the Kings are doing. But. He had a 18.3 PER, which isn't bad. That's respectable. Kings got... They're going to have better moments here coming up. Boogie! Hopefully. We'll see. I don't know if Boogie is ever going to be the guy to be the best player on a winning team. No, I need some help. He's, he's a good player to have, though. Mm-hmm. He'd be a solid number two. I loved two. watching him in the World Cup. Boogie. I know. I need to get... I wish... And everyone's like, I can't believe him. Like, he almost punched a guy. I was like, he almost punched a guy. He he stopped. I wish they had a better team so I could get the Kings so I could watch Boogie on... Boogie! Season pass. This is for Bill Simmons and Jalen Rose. Boogie! Boogie! <laughs> we miss you, Bill. Bill! Um, all right. So that's about an hour and a half. That's a little bit faster. We, we shave 10 minutes off. Next week it's going to be a minute, hour 20. We'll be good yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah, We'll be good next week. It's right. hard to get through these quick. I think we did a pretty good job this time. It's, yeah. We only spent an hour instead of like an hour and 20 minutes. Because you have to say at least something about these players. Yeah. You don't just want to be like, just and this player. And this player. <laughs> All right. And so that's it for this week. Oakland looks like they're going to take this one down. Lester going strong still in the seventh inning, up 7-3. Told you. Can't give Lester a 4-1 lead. 
<laughs> uh, and until next week, yeah, jeets.